this is Connie Wazowski and welcome to the Live Your Heart Out podcast, the show for wild heart soulpreneurs and change makers in which we dive deep into the exploration of what it means to live a meaningful life. This episode originally aired on my Facebook page as a live stream, but because I find it so useful and valuable, I am publishing it as a podcast episode as well. Thank you so much for listening and now enjoy the episode. I want to three and we're live. Hey friends, what's happening? Let's just hope that the internet gods will be in good moods for my little live stream. <laughs> Got my wind protection because it's a little bit windy. And yeah, just kind of waiting maybe for a couple of minutes for everybody to hop on. And while we're doing that, I'm just going to share a few things of what's going on. So I'm in Tulum. Maybe you saw my video that I posted yesterday on here. But also, if you have not checked out my Instagram TV channel, I know there's all these new like platforms and platforms within platforms popping up and uh Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit overwhelming, to be honest. I mean, I, I, you know, for someone who's like everywhere on all, basically on all the platforms, like the big ones anyway, like obviously here on Facebook, got a Facebook group, got a Facebook page, Facebook profile, YouTube, Instagram, now Instagram TV. I've got a podcast. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a lot to, <laughs> to juggle. Hey, Serzada, what's up? Hey, Ifa, what's happening? So I'm sending a lot of love from Mexico. We just got back, that is, me and my mom. So we are, yeah, we're just kind of on a little, just integration week or 10 days after the Dr. Joe Dispenza workshop last week. And we checked into a really, really cool little place here in Tulum on Sunday. And we just got back from the ruins here. The ruins here in Tulum are very, very famous and very, very beautiful. You can go and check out my Instagram story because... Uh, Yeah, it was really cool because there weren't a lot of people. We wanted to go this morning, but it was uh, started raining, of course, before we wanted to leave. And then ended up working most of the day, actually. I, I was on calls, basically, for hours, I feel like. And then we went into town, had some vegan food, and then uh, spontaneously decided to check out the, the ruins. I've been there before, years ago. Totally didn't remember very much of it. And yeah, they're still as beautiful, but the timing was really good because it was just before they closed. So we didn't have a lot of time. So we we're kind of like rushing through, but there weren't a lot of people. And so, so that was kind of perfect. And what else do I have to share? Wait, I'm just going to share this in the live your heart out group. There we go. Done. And so now I just got back. I just felt like doing this live. I've been meaning to do it actually since Sunday, probably, because I wanted to share a few of my highlights from last week while they're still fresh, you know? So anyway, a few more things maybe about what's, what's happening. Yeah, obviously last week, amazing. My mom came and it's just, yeah, it's been really chill. Her and I are super chill together <laughs> when, uh, when we're traveling. And tomorrow we are driving up the coast again and we're going to Isla Mujeres, Again, that's a place, it's an island just off of Cancun. And I was there, I believe, in 2008, maybe. So that's like, holy shit, 10 years ago, guys. I think that was my first time in Mexico. And so that's what's happening tomorrow. And then 
guess who's coming to Mexico, coming back to Mexico. Grace, my girlfriend, she's coming back because it's my birthday sometime this week, I believe. It's, I guess today's the 26th. So in four days is my birthday on the 30th, which is, wait, tomorrow it's 27, Thursday 28, Friday 29th. So that will be Saturday then. Sa- Saturday is my birthday. Anyway, <laughs> so turning 35. Crazy, crazy. I was talking to my mom the other day and I'm just like, I just still feel like a kid, which I love. So who cares, right? It's just a number. And so that's happening. So Grace is coming for my birthday. And, and yeah, so trying to think of this, anything else that's exciting to share, except that I have a really awesome view, but I just can't show you me and the view, but it's pretty cool. All right, anyway, cool. So last week, my friends, yeah, it was my third advanced with Dr. Joe Dispenza. And, you know, people always ask me, what's the thing that has had the most impact on your personal development, on your healing process, on, you know, your growth? And I've done a lot of stuff. And if you guys have ever checked out my, like, personal growth evolution resource, that's humongous. At, I think it's liveyourheartout.co slash evolution, where I really listed everything that I've ever done over the last six years or so, seven years, ever since I was initiated onto my journey. And, you know, a couple of years ago, my mom, she just wouldn't shut up about Dr. Joe Dispenza, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Hannah, what's happening? (laughs) And, you know, I mean, it's great when you grow up with a a spiritual mother, but it can, you know, it's just when I got to walk my own path and at my own speed sort of thing, you know, with my own personal development discoveries in my spiritual path. And so as she started talking about him, I was never really interested. There's so many hearts that's going on people. <laughs> and so, you know, I was just like, gosh, man, can she please shut up, you know, about Dr. Jonas Benzo all the fucking time. And then eventually, though, maybe six months later, I, on my own terms, because that's how I roll, right? I got to do everything on my own terms. <laughs> and um, I picked up the book, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And I read it. I think I actually listened to the Audible, the audiobook. But I was just like, whoa, that's some awesome shit. There's this guy who's just like bridging spirituality with science, or actually the other way around, maybe science with spirituality. And I was just like, that's pretty cool. Because, you know, there's all that woo-woo stuff out there. And I'm definitely full-on woo-woo and there's no shame about it. And I'm all about de-shaming and de-stigmatizing the woo and spirituality and all of that. Because, I don't know, I just think it's fun. And uh, if you're, uh, you know, kind of connected to yourself and uh, you're not too naive or, you know, if you kind of still checked in kind of with shit in life, then... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's um, a lot of bad talk about, you know, some of the stuff that's out there. And I feel like some of the voices are becoming louder. And But I never had really bad experiences on my journey. I've just, I guess I've always had pretty good judgment and just kind of knowing what's for me and what's not for me. And the same thing now also with, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And what I, but what I love about his work is that there's literally no bullshit about it. It's the real deal because there is this bridging of the two worlds and for all and that's why he's so attractive for so many people who are totally not in the spiritual world who don't want to have anything to do with the woo because he just takes the woo out of the spirituality and breaks it all down because he's a scientist 
and I find that super fascinating. My brain finds it very fascinating because my brain loves explanations and theory and, you know, likes to understand stuff. And so, yeah, so anyway, I read the book. And so then, in, I think it was in Mar May last year in Berlin, I went to the Progressive, like the intro workshop for two days, and that was awesome. Went with a few friends and my mom. And then, in, was it September last year? I went to the Advanced in Palm Springs in California, and the desert was amazing. And then I went through a really, 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 really rough patch in November and December. Maybe some of you remember. <laughs> That was a really, really hard time for me for many reasons, but I was just really fucking depressed and hit another really, really full on rock bottom and had a few very dark nights of the souls. And I knew that my mom was going to go to the advanced in Spain in January. And I very spontaneously in December decided I was going to do it because I was so desperate. I just, my stomach was in a really horrible shape. I had you know, really horrible gut issues, as you guys also know. And I was depressed as fuck. I, you know, didn't feel any, I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel passionate about life. I mean, anything that I feel today, I did not feel that then. And this was just December, November. So I've come a long way in a pretty, you know, short amount of time, if you think about it. And so I went to the advance in Spain. I flew from Bali to Spain and then I remember three days before I went running on the beach and I believe I told that story too. And I, I fell, literally fell on my face. My knees were bleeding. I was bleeding here on my head and I couldn't do anything else but sit on the couch for three days before the retreat started. And holy shit, it was a great preparation for the workshop then. Anyway, so, and then that was amazing that week. It was the first week-long one that he ever did because he decided he wasn't going to do the intro shit anymore he wasn't going to do the four-day advance anymore he wanted to go all the way in with people and i uh yeah so that was the first one and it was just amazing and so i'd made a video about my experience in january on youtube which you can go and watch and actually i posted it in the in the dr joe facebook group and there's i don't know 100,000 people in that group and then they shared that video on the Dr. Joe Dispenza Facebook page. And there's another 100,000 people or something. And so then it just got shared all over the place. And so at this seminar now, last week, all these people came up to me and they're like, oh my God, you're the girl with the video. And I was like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, oh my God, you're the reason why I'm here. I watched your video. And they're just like, oh my God, I have to go. And you know, you changed my life. And I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. And literally, Every time I was, you know, I went to the bathroom, was standing in line somewhere, getting a coffee, whatever, there's always somebody coming up to me telling me, wow, I watched your video and that's why I'm here and thank you so much. Or I follow you now on Instagram and YouTube and I love your work. And it was just so beautiful to see just how this one video had such an impact on so many people. And I think that's just one little reminder for all of you who feel like who am I to share my story or whatever you know I didn't know that my that video that that review or my experience at that seminar would have such an impact on so many people I had no clue and but I just I wanted to share my experience I didn't even think about it so much and it took me 20 minutes to sit down and share my learnings and my highlights and then and then it was just so beautiful to see how many people watched the video and actually ended up at the workshop and we're so fucking grateful and it was so beautiful to connect with them yeah it was it was beautiful so anyway you never know 
That's why it's so important to go out and share your stories and share your experiences and your learnings because you never know who that might reach and touch. The same goes, for example, with you know my coming out story. So many people who find my coming out story who are maybe in the same process or still very much in the closet and how many so many people have written to me you know, in messages or comments. And they're so grateful that I put my coming out video out there because it helped them on their journey or it helped them with their coming out or the same with, you know, videos about depression and whatever, you know. And, and recently, I think I made a video about depression and about overthinking and anxiety and so many people just writing to me, just how grateful they are because those videos really helped them as they were going through a hard time. So do not ever underestimate the impact that your story, that your post or your video can have on other people out there, just as a little encouragement <laughs> on the side. Okay, anyway, so now this one was uh, here in, in Mexico, and my mom and I actually decided right after the one in January, we were like, we're going to go to the one in, in Mexico in June, no matter what. <laughs> like, we were just kind of set on it. We both decided at the same time. And that's how it kind of all came together because I was in California before for three months, remember? And then I knew I was going to be here in, in Mexico in June for the retreat. And then I just kind of filled up the time. And then, and then suddenly all these friends of mine, all these uh, lesbian friends of mine were in Playa. And so it was just perfect timing. Everything aligned. And then I just ended up living in Playa for a while. Now I'm here with my mom and I have another 10 days or something here in Mexico now or a week. And just beautiful. So, so yeah, the retreat, the, the workshop was in an amazing, I mean, amazing hotel in just south of Cancun, north of Playa. A really amazing hotel. Five star. I mean, it was just, you know, it's, you got to learn how to receive abundance. It was literally that lesson for me. And so it was, part of the hotel was right on the beach, beautiful. And the other part of the hotel where we were staying was uh, right in the jungle. I mean, it was just, it was epic. It was epic. There were 720 people from all over the world. Most of them, though, were Americans. I think 400 and something were Americans, a lot of Canadians, lots of Mexicans. It was just great vibes, super chill, like super duper chill. This retreat was like even way better organized than the one in January even. Everything was just so smooth and everything was in the flow and... Man, I met so many cool people. And that's the thing about these retreats and these workshops and events, you know, you just the people that you meet. I mean, of course, it's about the experience and, and it's about the actual thing. But it's also really to a great extent, it's really about the people that you meet and the connections that you make and, and people that you will stay in touch with friends that you make. I made, you know, lovely friends and I know I'll, I'll see them again. And it's just the more, you know, now that this was my fourth dr joe event it's like you, you keep seeing the same people and it's amazing it is a beautiful community of people and so that's uh yeah it's really magical it's awesome and so yeah so there was definitely the, the amazing thing is guys about dr joe is not that because you're like why would you go again and again and again right but the thing is that this man i mean he is evolving like crazy all the time like he has evolved the whole seminar, he's developed it further. He himself as a man, as Dr. Judas Benza, he's evolved. Um, he says himself, like, with the experiences that he's had since January, since he started implementing this new workshop structure, that it's longer and he goes more and more, you know, he goes deeper and he keeps on experimenting and trying out new things and all the, and all the workshops. It's no workshop is ever the same. It's always different. He keeps evolving. He, say, he says he's a changed man because of what he's seen and what he's experienced at the workshops. It's just, it's, it's crazy. So just from 
in between, like just be, yeah, like from January until now, like five months, there's been such an evolution in the way how he teaches things and the way, you know, how he experiments. It's, yeah, it's very, very fascinating. And, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's the real deal friends. So what are some of the highlights? I mean, you know, you meditate a lot, but every meditation is different. They're all guided. Some of them are, you know, an hour and a half or two hours. Some of them are, yeah, every, all of them are a bit different. Uh, so you do a bit of blessings of the energy centers, which is actually a big part of a lot of the meditations. You go pretty deep, if not extremely deep, into the unified field, the quantum field, far away from the physical world, far away from matter and things you can touch and into the place where everything's basically possible. And I personally am super fascinated by quantum physics and how all of that works and just the way how he explains it. Like it never gets old. I've, I've read all the books, you know, and I listen to a lot of his tele classes and, and other online stuff he's got and it never gets old. Like there's always more to learn about the science behind his meditations and why all that shit works because it does work. The reason why I found love was twofold. Number one, was definitely also my the work that I did with a shaman in Ecuador in February, but I manifested grace in my mind movie. It's a mind movie. It's like a little movie that you create with everything you want to create in your life, and so you and it's a big part of the workshop actually. And I got I have grace, and I created that mind movie on the couch with my bleeding knees and face in January, and I was very specific with the woman that I wanted to attract into my life. Grace is come is right out of the fucking my movie she appeared into my life everything that i wanted in a woman she's it and literally i i just updated my mind movie before the workshop and i was just like holy shit i created grace or like i already manifested her in january and then she showed up and uh it, it was yeah it's amazing and the stuff really works and uh, a few other things already also manifested through the work and the meditations and I made a big leap with my stomach also in January after the retreat. And I'll get to that uh, a little bit later, but uh, with the, the state of uh, affairs with my, my stomach right now. So yeah, the meditations are amazing. So it's like a mix of his, his lectures, his teachings, and then also the meditation. So you usually do about you know two or three long meditations a day, like one in the morning, one around lunchtime, one in the evening. We started the first few days at 6 a.m. and then you go until like 7 or 8 p.m. So it's, you know, it's a long day, but you get breaks and you're not ever tired because you meditate. You get all your energy from those meditations. It's amazing. It's, I never felt tired during the day ever. And then on uh, Thursday and Friday, you do in the morning at 6 a.m., all the people, 720 people meet down by the beach and we do the walking meditation uh, for, you know, at sunrise. It's fucking magical. It's amazing. And everybody's got their headphones on and everybody's basically listening to the same meditation. And uh, I don't have any words for it. It's amazing. And those are so powerful. Like meditating while you're sitting down, that's almost old school. The next step is to take meditation outside of your house, out, you know, away from, you know, your chair and take it out into the world, walking, you know, and, and that was just so powerful. And so I had a, a couple of really, really amazing experiences both mornings, especially the second morning where just, man, things came up. I mean, things came up like, oh man, wow. Yeah. Just so much release and liberation. And then there you are walking on these white fucking beautiful beaches and there's the sun rising over the ocean. And, and then 
yeah, it's above and beyond. Anyway, so that was just crazy. Yeah, I let go of a lot of shit on that beach that morning. That's that's all I'm gonna gonna say about that. And so I obviously like, what's a mind movie? Yeah, like I just said, like it, basically they give you access to this app. You can buy it also. It's called Mind Movie. Just Google it, mindmovie.com or whatever. And you basically create a movie about the life that you want to manifest and create. He teaches you how to become a conscious creator. Like we're conditioned in a way that we don't believe that we can create our lives, but we can. And so you create the movie and you choose a, a song and i which song did i, I just because i updated it i got a new song now i forgot the name of it but it's like a really good upbeat kind of song when you just want to fucking dance and before that i had Coldplay, and i did that my movie while i was still pretty depressed so it's a, it's a little bit depressing music <laughs> and then you just put in photos of whatever represents what you want so you know it's like different all the different areas of your life so you know parts of it is about relationships parts of it is about your health about your business or career you know people in your life or friends about your family whatever and all of these things that you want you just kind of look for a photo and an affirmation. And, you know, for example, one would be, I'm with my beautiful soul partner who lives in California. Like this was like one of my slides, like in that my movie was that. And that's Grace, obviously. I became, I, I got very specific with all the things that I wanted to manifest. Anyway, and it's it's really powerful, and you basically then watch that my movie every day before you meditate or after you meditate, which is what I do too. And it's just, and then you tune into just your heart space, really, and you tune into joy and excitement as you watch that my movie, and you're literally getting into that energetic state that you because in that place, that's how we receive. When you feel gratitude, when you feel joy, that's when you are in a state of receiving, right? You 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 already in a state of abundance. That's when you receive. When you're in a place of scarcity, when you're like, oh, I really, really want a partner because I'm lonely, that's, you're trying to manifest something from a place of scarcity. And that's the probably most, like the worst possible way to try and manifest anything in your life is from that place of scarcity. But when you already tune, you already feel like you have it. So you already feel like you are whole. That's the whole premise of basically all of his meditations is that, you already tune into what it feels like to have it. You already feel whole. You don't actually need, you don't actually want, right, any of it because you feel like you already have it. And that's when things come to you. That's how this thing works. And that's how I've come to also trust that it works and believe that it works because I've experienced it working like that quite a few times now. So anyway, so walking meditations were amazing. And then on Saturday and Sunday, we do two pineal gland meditations at 4 a.m. in the morning. That's early, so you get I get up at you know three thirty, but you don't like there's you just don't think about it in a bad way. It's just like, holy shit, I'm getting up at three thirty because then we're gonna do pineal gland meditation. Your pineal gland it sits. Wait, how do I show it the best? Basically, at the back of your head, inside of your brain, just behind also your throat. It's a little tiny gland. It's called the pineal gland. Looks like a pine cone. Go and research pineal gland and it's the meaning of it. And it's super fascinating. Uh, but he also writes about it a lot in his uh, latest book. By activating the pineal gland, you activate a lot of processes in your brain, in your body, to the point where many, many people have very, very special and mystical experiences that a lot of people only have maybe when they do ayahuasca or LSD or those sorts of things. Because the pineal gland 
or I think it's actually the pituitary gland that's signaled by the by the pineal gland excretes DMT, which, as a lot of you probably know, is in LSD or um, also ayahuasca triggers that. So, you know, some powerful shit happening when the pineal gland is activated. So you do those, and, and both of those meditations are four hours long. So you go in at four and you come out at eight. And obviously, if you've never done that, you're like, holy shit, I can never meditate for four hours. But you come back and you're like, holy shit, how did four hours just go by so quickly it's amazing and the experiences that you have and i mean you just gotta be there <laughs> you know it's just one of those things what else oh man so the last three days also friday saturday sunday we do group healing sessions so that means you know there's a 720 people and for every group healing there's one healy and eight people eight healers right and i, I already did that in january i was both a healer and a healy and this time, the same thing. I was a healer twice in the group, but also on Saturday, I was a healy because for my gut issues. And so it was, uh, I don't have any words for it. I mean, for so many experiences during that workshop, it's just so hard to put into words because it's when you're there and, and the energy is so sacred and magical and beautiful and people come together to help heal other people. And again, he explains in very scientific terms how it works. You know, there's no woo about it, and this shit works. There's instant healings. One woman, she had Parkinson's. She was healed of Parkinson's through one of those healing sessions. She next day he brought her on stage, and she walked up on stage, and she was so fucking happy that she was just like jumping around on stage, and just like she was just the happiest camper because finally, after all these years, she was healed of Parkinson's. There was another woman who, uh, during the walking meditation, she had really bad tremors, like where her body was just like shaking uncontrollably, really bad. Her legs, like she was, you know, she had social anxiety. She could barely leave the house. And uh, it, it was really bad. 30 years. Imagine 30 years of that. 30 years of like your body fucking shaking all the time. Hard to imagine. So she, uh, on Friday, the second walking meditation, and he brought her up on Saturday or on Friday afternoon. She she was healed. It was done. She uh, she said uh, she was on stage and she was sharing her story. It was so beautiful. And she said, oh, my God, I feel like an alien now because she doesn't know what it's like to be in a body that is not shaking uncontrollably. And she was just so grateful. And, and I mean, imagine you have a condition for 30 years and then suddenly it's fucking gone. And so, you you know, just imagine like all these people and there were so many people that he brought up on stage sharing their testimonial their story of, of their healing some had received the healing you know a few months ago at a different workshop or they healed themselves just with the meditations from cancer we had a couple of people on stage sharing their story healing themselves from cancer one man who healed himself from depression he was he suffered from depression for 20 years i mean amazing and you're just sitting there and and it's you know, it's so humbling and it's just so beautiful and yeah, very emotional, obviously, and just so beautiful. And so I was, I think it was on Saturday, yeah, before the healing, I was just so convinced that I can heal myself too, off, you know, from my, ooh, the wind's coming, from my gut issues. And I mean, they've gotten so much better since, since December through the meditations and, and the workshop in January and the plant medicine and obviously also the work that I did with Kirsten 
my friend and the naturopath um, and all the supplements. So it's been a combination, but especially recently, I've really struggled a bit the last couple of weeks. I was taking some of the supplements and they were not going down well with my body. I had a day where I took some of the supplements before food and they completely shut me down. Like I, I took them and then 10 minutes into the meal, I needed to lie down immediately. I got a really, really, really bad headache and they're natural supplements, right? And I was just like, whoa, man, what's happening? And I was on the couch for the rest of the day and I felt my stomach, everything. I just felt so shit the days after. And this was just before the workshop started. So that happened. And, and I just felt like the weeks leading up to the workshop, I was just like, man, I would take all these different supplements. And I felt like they weren't sitting right anymore. Almost as though as my body was rejecting them, you know, after all these months of taking them, he was like, no, I'm done. I'm finished. So I was really frustrated and I didn't really know anymore. And I was talking to, to Kirsten a lot. I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. And so I, you know, came to the workshop and I was just like, fuck it. I'm just, I'm not going to take anything anymore right now. I'm just going to do the week. I'm going to see how the meditations go and how, what this week's going to do and just focus on that and let my body rest from all the supplements and all the like killing all the bacteria and the parasites. And so that's what I, that's what I did. And then it got a, I don't know. It was, it was really weird. Actually, a lot of people complained about having really bloated stomachs. Like, and, and I had the same thing, like my stomach, like really weirdly, I felt like I was six months pregnant. It was like, but like hard, it was strange, but I was talking to so many other people and they're like, yeah, I got such a bloated stomach and I uh, feel like I'm pregnant. And so we, no one knew, no one knew what was going on there. And then on Saturday I had my healing. And holy shit, did I experience some shit during that healing. I was just crying the entire time. I had some old memories come up from my childhood all around my self-worth and self-judgment, all around me doing things wrong or, or fucking up or, you know. And so I, I was connecting to my inner child and I was in this state of just so much compassion for myself. And at the same time, I was just crying. And at the same time, I was connecting to my heart space and feeling just this gratitude from all these people around me, these eight people that were that were giving me their, their beautiful energies. And I was just like, it was just crazy. And then I, I felt this, just like this powerful energy coming, like just running through my body and it lifted up like my upper, my upper back. And I mean, that was just crazy energies, you know, when there's eight people, and then I came out of that and, and I was still crying and I was hugging everyone, all of the healers, and I was just crying in their arms. And I felt like that in January when I got the healing, I wasn't actually really receptive. I couldn't actually properly receive. Do you guys know just how easy it is to give and how hard it is to receive, right? So looking back now, I just wasn't able to actually fully receive in January, whereas this time my heart was open. I was committed to, to healing myself. And I just felt my heart open. I felt this compassion to myself and that love to myself and to that inner child of mine. And holy motherfucker, it was, it was, it was full on. But anyway, I didn't want to have too many expectations. You know, you don't want to go in and be like, this better works, you know? And so then, but now it's Tuesday and my stomach, I've been eating all sorts of shit the last few days. I left all the supplements in the hotel room, all of them. They, they were like half of my suitcase. I've been carrying them around for the last six months. 
I was just like, fuck all of it. Fuck it all. I'm going to heal myself. I'm going to meditate every single day. I don't care for how long and what it takes. But I took all those supplements and put them in a plastic bag and I shoved them in a corner and I was determined to leave them in my hotel room when I left. And that's what I did. I was like, I'm done. I'm leaving my old self with all the supplements that I've been carrying around the world. I'm leaving them here in my hotel room because I know I can heal myself. And so... I left the hotel and I felt liberated. I had all this new space in my suitcase and it felt so good. And like I said, now it's Tuesday and I feel amazing. I've been eating chocolate and chocolate brownies and ice cream and and gluten pasta and bread. (laughs) I've just like, I mean, I've also had a lot of green juices and salads and a lot of healthy stuff the last few days because it's everywhere. But yeah, it's it's crazy. So who knows how it's going to develop. But for now, I just I feel like things are working. Things have shifted. I feel liberated. And yeah, and hopefully this brain's going to pass. So so that happened. Yeah, those were probably the main highlights. And then, oh, man, I had a, I don't know if you guys read the book, his latest book, uh, Becoming Supernatural, if you have. In the first chapter, there's a story about a woman whose husband, it's a real story, whose husband commits suicide. She has children. And after that, she just gets really sick in so many different ways and sicker and sicker and sicker. And, and anyway, eventually she discovered Dr. Joe, discovers Dr. Joe's work and starts meditating and she goes to her events and she heals herself completely. It's, it's this really amazing, beautiful story where you're just like, holy shit. And it turns out everyone has a group during that week. And I was part of the fire group. And my, my team leader, my group leader, her name is Anouk, and she's that woman from the book. She's, the, she's an awesome woman. She's Dutch. She's so cool. I loved her. She's awesome. But it was just so amazing to connect with this woman who he wrote about in the book. And like, it's just all so real. Do you know what I mean? And the group itself was just amazing. It, it was so, I just, yeah, connected to a lot of really beautiful souls and had a lot of amazing, beautiful, really heartfelt, deeply connected moments. And that was just, yeah, wow. So what else do we have? Oh, we had a challenge activity every uh, once during that week. Everybody has to do a challenge. And in January, it was like this obstacle course on three levels because it's all about, like, like I said, you know, it's not just about sitting on a chair and meditating. It's about actually going out there and using all these techniques and, and, all, and all the learnings out there in real life. And so he makes us face our fears and, and, and go through challenges so that we can actually learn to implement all of his teachings in real life. And so this was also like, a, like an obstacle course, but like one part was where we climbed up and we had to let ourselves fall backwards. And that's difficult to do, guys. I don't know if you've ever done it. Even though you know nothing's going to happen, you're just going to fall into, and it's soft. You know, it's a soft landing. But standing there and then letting yourself fall backwards several meters, you know, it was maybe, I don't know, how, I don't know, maybe 10 feet, 8 feet, I don't know. It wasn't so high. I probably wasn't even that high. But just doing that and like trusting and that feel, it was, yeah, I loved it. But it was, uh, it was awesome. And then there was a climbing wall. I've never actually done climbing. 
And it was really, really, really difficult. It was so fucking difficult to get up that climbing wall. And, and man, I tried over and over again and I thought I couldn't do it. But at the same time, I was like, I want to get up there and there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to get up this wall. There's got to be a solution to it. And, and eventually I found this solution or I just, I think what happened was because I couldn't explain it to me, to myself afterwards. I literally looked at it and I was like, I have no idea how I made it up there because I don't see the solution anymore. But I think what happened was that I grew bigger than myself. I must have. I must have grown just, I just somehow found a way where I got all that strength in that moment because I wanted it so bad because I didn't give up because I faced all the fears of whatever. And somehow I became greater than myself. I became greater than my body. And I made it all the way up. And then you zip lined all the way down. It was awesome. And then we had this rope course where you like on these, what are they called? I forgot the name, but like on this rope and you like walking and it gets higher and higher and then you have to go down it was pretty cool so i did that and anyway it it was it was so cool but it was also interesting to see just for me all of it was relatively easy compared to many other people because no matter how sick you were no matter what your condition was obviously there was a lot of people in wheelchairs they obviously couldn't do it but he made them visualize so even people in wheelchairs they were sitting there and they were looking at all the different obstacles and the challenges and they were visualizing themselves doing it so it wasn't you couldn't just chicken out there were people who were very sick or could barely walk they tried to do the challenges you know as best as they could um a lot of old people um a lot of people scared of heights you know a lot of that stuff and it was so fascinating to to watch these people face their fears and a lot of these learnings, guys, that translates into real life. And I, I was talking to my mom the other day, and I was like, you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of surfing or some of some other things that you do that scare you. And I mean, surfing scares the shit out of me because, you know, you're out there and you really got to face a lot of your fears. But the stuff that I learned out there in the waves that I that would, for one, translate directly into life back on land and how it helped me to face fears in other areas of life, in business, in personal relationships and, you know, all sorts of things because you, you are training your body in those situations. And yeah, it might be just an obstacle course. It might just be surfing out there in the waves. It doesn't matter. It's your body learning how to deal with fears. And so that's why this kind of stuff is so powerful and, and, and really helps. So, so that's really cool. Yeah, I think that's, those are the main ones, my main highlights. I wrote a little list. I, I brainstormed yesterday with my mom. We were like, what, are you, what were your highlights? And uh, so we were kind of sharing with each other. And it was amazing. Can't wait to go to another one of his workshops later this year. <laughs> I think he's doing another one in, in Mexico in December or something. But he's also going to be doing some more in Europe. He said he's going to do two more in Europe this year. So, you know, if you're, if you're interested to go, then maybe you want to check that out. And who else do we have here in the chat? So I had to go to bed. Anne, it's so funny that we can go through what we can go through before retreats. I can tell when my body starts retreat prep by now because life just gets weird. Yeah, no kidding, right? It, it's really like that. It's literally like your body kind of knows or your mind knows. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I think that's kind of what happened to me too before the, the retreat. It, my body just freaked out, you know? But it's almost like it's got to, and, and Joe Dispenza explains it too. It's almost as though... Things have to become chaotic first. They have to become really incoherent first. You know, the, the big bang, you know, a lot of chaos. And then eventually everything, you know, was put into order. And, and I feel like it's the same, you know, with my stomach now as well. It's, it's the big chaos to just 
boom, you know, or when people feel really lost in life, you know, there's a lot of chaos, but I believe it's so important to be in that place because from chaos, we can create something beautiful, new and organized and coherent, you know? So I think generally the state of chaos is actually a really important one in life and, and for our bodies and in health and for healing and, and all those sorts of things. And I also want to say that with regards to my depression, I have not had a depressive episode since December. And that is huge for me because I had been struggling with depression since I was a teenager, on and off, on and off. And when I now look at some of my old videos, and not just like old, old videos, but like videos from last year, and I look at myself and, and I see a different me. I see a different Connie because I've gone through a lot of shifts the last six months. And I'm so grateful that I was guided to the work of Dr. Judas Benza, that I was guided to doing the plant medicine in, in Ecuador with my shaman. Two of the men that really impacted my life profoundly this year or uh, yeah, I mean, the most profound impacts, I think, ever. And I'm just so grateful. And, and, and But the thing is also, it's not just about doing these retreats and just doing these workshops. It's about doing the daily work. It is about doing the daily work and it never ends. And I've been meditating almost daily with Dr. Joe's meditations and they're really, really powerful. That's all I can say. And every day now, I sit down in the mornings, first thing, sit my ass down. I don't even let my brain, you know, get to say anything. It's like I say we sit down and meditate for an hour, and we sit down and meditate for an hour. Like, there's no more fucking bullshitting around. No more self-sabotaging. Like, it's, that shit's done. And I want to condition my body in a way that it wakes up and it's excited to sit down and meditate. We can condition ourselves in all sorts of ways, guys. You can condition a dog to do whatever. You can condition a baby to do whatever. You know, we, we can condition ourselves in different ways. And I believe that for so many people, it would be very beneficial if they started conditioning themselves to feel happy about sitting down and meditating rather than being like, oh, meditation, oh. rather than being apprehensive about it or being like, oh, I don't know if I can do 10 minutes. It's like, wow, I get a chance to connect with myself in the morning before I go out into the world and all my focus is going outwards. How beautiful that I have a body that I can connect to every day. And Yela is saying, I also see a different Connie, a very, very happy one, like a lot of weight fell off. Yeah, man. I mean, man, I just liberated myself off of a lot of weight and a lot of sadness and a lot of limiting beliefs and a lot of pain. And I mean, yeah, I met, you know, my girlfriend a couple of months ago. And of course, that makes me very happy, too. But it was before that. I, I'm not happy because I met her. I was already happy and whole and full before she entered my life. And that is the reason that we attracted each other and that I attracted her. I wasn't out there needing anybody. I wasn't out there needing a girlfriend. And that's why this relationship is the best one that I've ever had. It's because, even though it's still very young and very, very fresh. But the way that I, that I am with her and the way that I am in this relationship, I don't love from a place of scarcity anymore. I don't need her to give me anything. I don't need her to be anything for me. I can finally love someone exactly the way they are. And I can feel full with her, without her. My happiness does not depend on anyone anymore. My happiness doesn't depend on my girlfriend being there with me or her texting me or telling me that she loved me, whatever. I was already whole and full and happy and fulfilled before I met her. 
And I can't believe how I ever thought I would make a relationship work before that because I was half. <laughs> Every time I ended a relationship before, and the reason that I attracted all of these, these unhealthy relationships and all the drama was because I was not, I wasn't whole. I was looking for someone else to make me feel whole, if that makes sense. And so the daily work and the meditations and my yoga and, and all of that, it doesn't stop just because I now have someone that I care about and that cares about me. We can, it's beautiful how deep we can go with each other. And the funny thing is she's been doing or she's been exploring the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza for the last couple of years too. She's been reading his books and she hasn't been to his workshops yet, but I'm going to take her this year at some point. I want to do that with her together, but she's been doing the work with herself on herself the last few years as well, you know, very deeply. And so now there's two whole people meeting each other and not two halves trying to be the other half for the other person. But I want to do actually a relationship special edition live stream with you all. Maybe even with her together because she's coming tomorrow. But I really want to I really want to do that soon and just kind of talk relationships because man, I've been through a lot <laughs> when it comes to that. And a lot of heartbreak, and a lot of learnings to arrive where I am today. And I'm not saying that I know everything now because I don't. I know shit. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure everything out as I go. All, all I all I want to do is just share what I'm learning basically in real in real time. So anyway, if you guys are interested in, in me doing a, a special edition relationship <laughs> live stream session, maybe I'll do one just with me and then maybe I'll do another one with, with Grace. The good thing about Grace is because she's an actress and, and a writer and she's very comfortable with cameras. She's not afraid <laughs> to, to uh, stand in front of the camera. So that's very um, convenient because that was also in my mind movie. I wanted to be with someone maybe not as explicit in my mind movie, but I wanted to be with someone who was just not afraid of social media and, and video and photo and, you know, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, my friends. Yeah. I think, I think my mom's done now with her pedicure <laughs> and, uh, uh, I think I might just go and I don't know, maybe have a glass of wine. Sunset's arriving soon. And if you guys have any more questions or for those of, you who are watching the replay later, pop them in the comments. And that's all I got for today. I love doing live streams. All right, my friends, have a good one. Lots of love from Mexico. And I'll see you in the next live. <laughs> Bye.